Welcome to my life. Welcome to all the ups, the downs, the roller coasters, and everything that we're going through here in the Kalush Casa. All right, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys for all the feedback you give me and all the stories you allow me to share. All right, enjoy. Motherfucking 2020, I tell you, I don't know where to start. Everything was great. You know, Amanda was pregnant. Ava was three and a half, was able to wipe and shit all whatever you know all by herself a little independent toddler or a little big girl whatever you call a three and a half year old uh waiting on for my promotion to happen and you know uh the next chapter of fatherhood husbandhood and you know militaryhood whatever that word is and uh you know we were expecting some issues as far as you know um arrive being born prematurely so we were planning for that you know we knew what to do since ava came out premature we knew exactly what to do with the preeclampsia we know how to do we knew how to handle things you know um we weren't the first timers anymore so we were expecting him in june or he was supposed to come out in june we we're expecting him to come out sometime you know in may so we we're all standing by for you know did the commissioning ceremony early just to make sure that i wasn't occupied during uh, his birth and uh, it worked out perfectly right got commissioned on May 7th or 8th he came out May 14th so roughly uh, a week later so we planned it or it seemed like it lined up perfectly little man came out kicking and screaming Amanda did very well this time as opposed to you know with Ava you know the blood transfusions that she had with her and um, all the complications and everything that came along uh, for like, you know, two weeks after Ava was born. We didn't have any of that with little man. She was in and out of the hospital within a couple of days. Little man didn't stay in there for 10 weeks like Ava did. He came out, uh, came home um, uh, three and a half, four weeks later. So everything was great, you know. Um, little family of four, one boy, one girl. Couldn't ask for anything more. Couldn't ask for anything better. Two healthy little kids. Uh some issues as far as you know their birth but they're fighters you know little warriors at birth little warriors through life like mommy and daddy um it hurt a little bit knowing that i had to leave them so uh, my orders uh, my first set of orders were supposed to be to japan i spoke with my detailer everything got taken care of to a point you know he was able to keep me in the u.s so i was heading over to california instead of japan you know, uh, three-hour time difference as far as phone calls go. We we're going to do the whole, um, you know, living apart but traveling back and forth to make it work for, you know, our marriage and, and the kids, obviously. And we only did that because I was supposed to go to Japan afterwards anyway. So instead of moving out to California for eight months and, you know, being out there while I was in Japan for a year, uh, just didn't make sense to get rid of the house and move everybody from their support system and everything else. So that's what we did. We um we decided to go with that that uh call it a geo bachelor tour. Uh so this was, you know, we knew this come April time frame and I was supposed to be in California in October of twenty twenty. So uh, you know, that was the plan. I went up to Rhode Island for the month of July, got up there on July fourth. And, uh, or July 5th, I'm sorry, I came back August 1st, you know, that time apart was, uh, was a little rough, you know, Amanda got the first hand show of what it's like to have two kids and no 
you know, no husband to help, no second parent. And uh, my heart went out to her. Um, it wasn't easy for her. It wasn't easy on me either, you know, being apart from them and, you know, missing my son, missing my daughter, our relationship, as you guys know, of, you know, no, strong relationship and um i don't know you know there was a, a lack of understanding on both our ends as far as you know uh, it wasn't so much a competition you know who's going through more or whatever the case is i knew she was going through a lot you know having the two kids and you know trying to maintain her life and trying to maintain her career she was a personal trainer really loved doing what she did had clients coming in and out of the garage you know we got a um, home gym at the garage that she trained out of and then she worked at Anytime Fitness out there in Chesapeake, Deep Creek. And uh, she really loved what she did. And, it, you know, kept her saying, I get that, that adult interaction when you're always around kids day in, day out. You know, you need that. You need that for your own mental health. You need that for your own peace. You can't just be you, you can't just be mommy all the time or daddy all the time. You got to have, you know, uh, that peer to peer interaction. So that's what she did. Uh, while I was gone in July and uh, came back and, you know, it was just like there was this underlining, you know, pressure on both of us because, you know, I came back in August. So August and September were only two full months that we had together and I was supposed to be leaving October 10th and um, October. Well, let me backtrack. August, I was supposed to start school that was supposed to be like real intensive and uh tough you know and and uh, I would have had to put a lot of focus on that while I was home you know it, it would still be like you know I'm here but I'm not really here so she knew that I knew that and uh, we were kind of bracing for that and um I don't know man it was just things got weirder uh, between us and um not like in a bad way but just in a real like it's like we both knew it was time to leave here soon. It was just, you know, she used to be like this all the time when I got underway or when uh, when she knew I had to deploy. You know, it was like it's easier to push me away if you're angry at me. So she pushed me away. You know, she, you know, it's easier to, to make peace with the fact somebody isn't here when you're angry with them and say, all right, yeah, they're not here because it's my choice, not because somebody got taken away from you. So I just chalked it up to that. You know, I always understood that that was her way. That was her way of it was love you know it was um she'd rather push me away because it might hurt less if she's angry at me than it was if she just let me walk away uh even though she understood why i had to walk away <sighs> august i tell you man august was a crazy month all right came back from rhode island and uh had my vasectomy scheduled right so uh, august 4th i got my vasectomy done she was there with me she was so happy that she got to cut both my veins I uh, got to tell everybody that, you know, she neutered her husband. Uh, I didn't mind, you know, it was what it was. Didn't matter who cut it, they were going to get cut. So they could have, they could have, she could have pulled both of them off and put them in her purse for all that mattered, you know. Um, the fact remains, you know, neutered. Uh, but it gave her that, uh, it gave her that happiness. So you know, whatever, right? So crazy thing about it is after you get a vasectomy you can't have sex for 14 days uh, you, you can't have sex you just can't bust it up for 14 days so that would be uh august 18th and um you know i it was hard for me to to say hey look i'm i just got back after a month of being away and i am about to leave you in two and a half months i want to take every opportunity i could to make sure she was happy and satisfied so i did just that i got to i got to I got her where she needed to be, um, uh, 
and kind of just like meditated to the point where uh, I didn't need to get to where I was going, you know, uh, if you guys get what I'm saying. But anyway, you know, she was really happy. At the same time, she questioned me. She's like, what, what's gotten into you? You know, she thought like she thought something was up uh, as, as a lot of women, you know, might. They just, you know, something out of character, something like uh, that's just happening more often than it doesn't. You know, this uh, this out of the out of the sudden drive, you know, out of the blue drive. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, I just had to explain to her why <laughs> why I want to make sure she knew I loved her. And um, whatever the case is, it is what it is. Right. Um, and once again, we go back to the pushing back and forth, pushing back and forth and. You know, she pushed, pushed, pushed because you know, to my, and me, to me, I just chalked it up because she just wanted to push me away because it'd be easier to say goodbye if she was mad at me. Um, I tell you guys, man, I wasn't expecting that those two weeks would be the last two weeks with my wife, and uh, nothing prepared me for what was gonna happen afterwards. And um, a lot of people been asking what happened to her but i'll leave that story for another day all right i'm gonna see i'm gonna see what the response is after this first little video or this first podcast uh video clip or recording whatever you want to call it and uh go from there all right so i'm gonna leave a little suspense out there for you guys but um if you guys don't know you know my wife passed away on august 16th and uh leaving me with a newborn uh Thanos was three months old at the time. My daughter had just turned four. She turned four in July. So she was four years and one month. Uh, little man was three months old. Um, and I, you know, I was broken, terrified. Uh, didn't know what to think. Didn't know how to feel. I didn't even know where to start, you know. Like, well, what do I do? You know, I'm not, uh, wasn't prepared for this, you know. I'm, I was 32 at the time. Uh, about to turn 33. And... I thought I had life, you know, pretty figured out. Everything was going pretty smoothly for both of us. You know, we've been together for nine years. And, um, you know, this is just kind of like getting uh, the oxygen ripped out of your lungs. Um, like, like you're drowning, but you're not dying. You're just drowning, you know. You just, your lungs are full of water. You can kind of breathe like one breath every, you know, three or four minutes. But you know you're drowning. And, um... I couldn't, I couldn't have my kids see me like that. You know, everybody came to the house when she passed away, you know, crying, tears, and Ava's giving tissues to people. And, uh, you know, that's the one thing I regret through the whole process, allowing as many people to come by that came by um, and not checking them at the door, just telling them, you know, tighten up. I know they're grieving and everybody can't be, you know, just tough, but, you know, you got a four-year-old little girl looking at you and... You know, she re she still relives that moment that day in her head over and over again. And there's nothing I could do to take that away. And um, no little kid should ever have to go through that kind of stuff, you know. And, um, you know, there I was trying to trying to fight back the tears. Uh, it didn't work, but I went out to the garage to, to, to do what I had to do so Ava wouldn't see me cry. Um, at the same time, you know, people come to the house and. My mother-in-law was here and, you know, a newborn. Everybody wants to give condolences and hugs, you know, and let's just go ahead and throw the pandemic in there. So here I am fucking sweating. Like, are you hugging my mother-in-law or my trying to, you know, touch my, my kids, you know, hug them or, you know, whatever the case is. And do you have COVID? 
you know, like, do I got to worry about that too on top of everything else going on? And, um, it was just, I don't know. I just, the, the amount of thoughts going on through my head at that moment was just, I can't even, I, I mean, I got anxiety just thinking about it right now. So I'll tell you guys, um, the days that followed were, were just something, something else. Right. Um, and, uh, still days following right now still trying to figure things out still trying to go day by day you know and uh everybody keeps saying have you talked to somebody have you done this have you done that uh, the answer is no you know i don't have time i'm not saying i don't have time i just there's no there's no time in the day for me you know there's there's uh 48 hours in every day right the, the 24 that you plan and the 24 that actually happen and i'll tell you guys the, the 24 that i plan are not the 24 that ever happen um so I don't really have uh, like a window of opportunity where I could say, you know, this is me time, whatever the case is. I'll tell you guys what I did, though. You know, um, I was I was getting ready, you know, get out of the military. I was getting ready to just go ahead and resign and um, you know, say I'm done. But a uh, great support system in the military came through and said, you know, like, let's give this a shot. And um, let's just, you know, take it. One day at a time, don't make any, you know, rash decisions and, and we'll see if we can take care of you. And I'll tell you guys, you know, my detailer, uh, my community, 100% came through and uh, and uh, helped me out, you know, helped me uh, clear some of my head and uh, get me to that next level as far as military goes, one step closer to retirement, right? I'm uh, five years shy of retirement and, you know, uh, doing something for 15 years and trying to attain a goal, trying to trying to get to that, that milestone and getting 75% there and just saying, you know what, I'm done. It's just uh, something I never thought I'd ever say. But, you know, they didn't let me. They didn't let me quit on myself, and uh, I really do appreciate them for that. So went through the, the military process. You know, I always had to change. I was no longer going to California. They kept me in Virginia because the kids and, you know, I am not wasn't about to go through all that stuff, you know, moving my entire family and uh, doing all this by myself. So here I am in Virginia starting this whole new chapter in my life. It's me, currently my six-month-old son, and my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter trying to figure life out, uh, dealing with my own pain and dealing with, you know, raising kids. So welcome, and I hope you guys enjoy the, the other episodes. All right. Love you. Keep fighting.